Welcome to this podcast of the Episcopal Church of the Good Shepherd in Venice, Florida. It is the first Sunday of Lent, and you will hear Father Joe Hudson speak on Matthew 4. As you listen, see if you can answer these questions. The questions, 1. What was the purpose of wandering in the desert for Moses? 2. What did the promised land look like to the Israelites? And 3. Why did Jesus go through his 40 days of desert? And what are our 40 days? Holy Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted forty days and forty nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command His angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again, it is written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, The devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to them, all these I will give to you if you will fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him. And suddenly angels came and waited on him. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The psalmist writes, the days of our life are 70 years or perhaps 80 if we are strong. Even then their span is only toil and trouble. They are soon gone and we fly away. Well, apart from this heavy focus on doom and gloom, the psalmist here reminds us that life is not easy. There are many struggles. Our journey through these 70 or 80 years, or like 
Joan Maker, 91, today. Yes, you can clap for her. She would probably attest as well that these years frequently include days and sometimes years of wandering in the wilderness, if you will, of treading barren, unfruitful lands, of enduring hardship. So what is its purpose, these wandering times in the wilderness? Today's gospel tells the story of how the tempter tried and tested Jesus after he had fasted for many days in the wilderness of Judea. The gospel author chose on purpose to say that it was for 40 days that Jesus fasted there. He used the number to make a strong connection between Jesus' 40 days of wilderness testing and Israel's 40 years of wandering through the wilderness of Sinai. We read in the book of Deuteronomy these words, Remember the long way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness in order to humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commandments. We are told that the purpose of Israel's wilderness wanderings was so that they could experience humility and be able to know what was truly in their hearts. Jesus endured a similar time of testing in the Judean wilderness after 40 days of fasting. As the children of Israel fled Egypt, they could have traveled a straight, easy road from Egypt along the Mediterranean coast to the Promised Land, but they didn't go that way. Why did Moses lead them along a meandering path through parched ground with little water? And the meager water they did find was often bitter. Why did Moses take a path inhabited by venomous snakes and a mountain of lightning and darkness? Well, he took that path because it was God who led them that way. The land that they were seeking, their promised land, was a land full of abundance and bounty, water and trees and figs and fruit and fertile soil. But this promised land was also a place inhabited by many fierce, strong warrior people, people dipped in the blood of human sacrifice. The land that awaited them would hold many challenges, many trials and temptations. If they were to survive and even hopefully thrive there, they would have to harden and be prepared in body, soul, and spirit. They would have to be united as a people to move and think and act as one. It would take time to accomplish this, much time, 40 years, in fact, 40 years of wilderness wandering. Along that difficult path, Scripture tells us that their leader Moses ascended a mountain and, quote, was there with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights. He neither ate bread nor drank water, end quote. It was about 1,400 years later when the Messiah Jesus also spent 40 days of, and nights without bread or water, and then he suffered many trials. 
Why did he endure this suffering? He had to go through this meandering path of testing to prepare him for the hardship that lay in the years to come. In preparing to carry out his father's will, he would have to face the powerful religious establishment and an entrenched social structure. He would endure the taunts of the naysayers, the threats of the scribes and Pharisees, the hungry and hurting people in need of hope. The Roman soldiers would continually dog at his heels. He would face hunger and fear and doubt and pain and exhaustion. How was a mere human being ever to endure all of that? Well, his only way to survive such treacherous times to come was through a time of hardening and trial in body, mind, soul, and spirit. And so, after being baptized by John in the Jordan River, the Spirit led him into the wilderness. We are told that the tempter came to him, speaking into his mind, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus answered, It is written, One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. The first trial that came to Jesus where he was most vulnerable, it was a frontal attack at his physical appetites. He was desperately hungry, and so the voice of the tempter told him to selfishly snatch up his divinity and turn the stones at his feet into loaves of bread. This temptation was an attempt to get him to set aside God's will for him in that moment in order to satisfy his fleshly need, his fleshly desire. Well, Jesus passed this first test. He reminded himself and this internal tempter that there was more to life than simply satisfying our physical appetites. One could be satisfied instead by feasting on every word that comes from the mouth of God. As Jesus waited there in the wilderness, in solitude and silence, a second trial came to him. This one appeared in the form of delusions of grandeur. Jump off the pinnacle of the temple, the voice said. Right now, right in front of all these good religious folks. And then as you plummet to earth, a mighty host of angels will snatch you up and save you. Oh, glory! The gasps that will arise from the crowd, they will be in awe of you. (laughs) But Jesus responded, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. You see, forcing God's hand, making God intervene to save Jesus when it wasn't the right time for God to make a move. Well, Jesus passed this second test. And then a third one came his way. We read these words. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. This third and final tempting came as a desire to be honored and worshiped and glorified. 
But Jesus denied this worship, saying that worship should be rendered to God alone. It is interesting to note that Jesus, the Jewish man from Palestine, never sought nor desired to be worshipped. He was a humble man, a man who was comfortable in his relationship with his heavenly Father. All three trials were passed by Jesus with flying colors. Just like the Israelites of old in the wilderness of Sinai, Jesus' purpose for spending many days of testing in solitude and silence in the wilderness was to prepare him for his father's work, for his ministry that was now ready to begin in earnest. Wilderness trials, hardships, difficulties, the work of preparing body, soul, and spirit. This wasn't just the work that God was doing in the Israelites and in Jesus. God has and continues to do a work in each of our lives as well. Oh, our work may not be about settling the promised land or being the savior of the world, unless, of course, you struggle with delusions of grandeur. But we are all meant to play a part in the expansion of the kingdom of God, this divine reign of justice and love, the work of remaking our corner of the world into God's image, one individual at a time, one tree at a time, one just, unjust system made a right. But to accomplish this work, we too must, just like the descendants of Israel in the Sinai and Jesus in the Judean wilderness, endure our own times of wilderness testing. The trials we go through, the difficulties and pain and suffering and brokenness, and yes, even sometimes betrayal, these things that we experience in life, they are our own wilderness wanderings. These difficulties have a purpose They are, in a sense, a necessary smelting time of refinement in our lives in order to hone and sharpen us, to bring to birth God's divine strength and light and love. These trials and temptations mature and humble us. They develop within us compassion and wisdom. They make us the kinds of people that can be used by God in the remaking of our world. As each of you look back on your life, you can identify many times of hardship and difficulty, your own unique experience of wilderness wandering. In all, it was all there to form you into the child of God you are today. It was there to make you into the kind of person who can continue to change our world and make it new as God desires. But your wilderness trials are not yet over. There, yes, is still more to come. And it does sadden me when I think that some of you are going through those struggles right now. Each time you and I go through these trials, they are painful but they can be understood as birth pains, the contractions that are bringing to birth something new in your life and in our world. May you and I endure with patient hope 
the trials of our lives, knowing that God desires to make all things new, even you and me. The questions. 1. What was the purpose of wandering in the desert for Moses? 2. What did the promised land look like to the Israelites? And 3. Why did Jesus go through his 40 days of desert? And what are our 40 days? <laughs>